Good afternoon and welcome to the Marcus Today End of Day Report. My name is Henry Jennings and it is Friday the 4th of February. And for the day, the index actually closed up 42.1 points, 7,120.1, up 0.59%. A very solid close today saw that index really doing very well and closing very much on its highs. Of course, we do have the all-important US jobs numbers tonight and no matter how you spin that number, uh, that is certainly going to be crucial, although it could be distorted, of course, by Omicron. But 150,000 jobs added, and I think 3.9%, the headline rate, are the things to watch out for this evening. We had a high today, 71.20.1, a low of 70 point, well, 7,045.9, which was pretty much the low of yesterday. We opened at 7,058. And uh, we did have a few wobbles, and we did also do nothing for most of the day. And the market was actually up only around five points going into the close, 18 points at four o'clock, and then had a big, big push at 4.10 at the chocolate wheel match out, up 42. So no one seems to really want to go home square. Well, they want to go home square tonight rather than risk another volatile session in the US markets. Banks are one of the, the highlights today, I guess. The big bank basket up 0.7%. We had Westpac up 2.1% after analysts poured over those numbers yesterday. Uh, we did do a big article this morning in the newsletter on the banking sector. CBA also 0.71 to the good. ANZ not doing too well and National Bank actually unchanged. But Macquarie doing well today at 1.5%. QBE also doing well up 1.58%. What may have been driving this optimism in the banking sector was the 10-year bond yields up to 1.96. So higher bond yields, slightly better for banks, certainly better for insurers as well. So that could have well been driving that banking and financial sectors today. IAG up 02 and Medibank Private actually unchanged, NIB up 1.24%. In the industrial space today, uh, well, it was all looking a bit flat and uninterested for most of the day until the close, and then we saw a little bit of a spurt. Transurban up 1.7%. Qantas having a good day today, up 4.9%. Alan Joyce getting stuck in to the Western Australian closures and his views on what that is doing to his business. CSL up half a percent. The pricing period for the SPP uh, finishes on Monday with that five-day average VWAP price being crucial there. You get a 2% discount if it's under 273. ResMed up 1.5% and EBOS continuing to do pretty well, up 3.2%, but only volume of 15,000 shares. So bear that in mind. Other industrials, Aristocrat managed to turn itself around, up 0.75, having come up lemons with their deal to buy Playtech. And Tabcorp also doing well today, up 2.2%. Haven't been in the news for a little while. James Hardy up 2.7%. Woolies up 0.9%. And Telstra doing well, up half a percent. We also saw some results today in the industrial sector with News Corp. Uh, Punching the lights out was one of the stocks that we said would do well in reporting season in our reporting season um, preview. That was up 5.7% today on the back of those numbers, which looked pretty impressive. REA Group out at the same time, not quite such a good reaction from the market, down 0.4% and Seek 
Not a good reaction there. Nothing really specific. Down 3.8% there. Tech doing surprisingly well. Zero up 1.7%. Wise Tech up 2.5%. And even its hip to be square managed to rise 0.9% after a big fall in block in the US. But they seem to be following us. So um, it's uh, interesting now to see which one will lead. So you would imagine that we'll see block bounce in the US market on the back of those Amazon results, which did take the sting out of that fall that was predicted, I guess, from the SPY futures this morning, where we were showing down 78 points. In actual fact, closing up 42. So it just goes to show how reliable an indicator the SPY futures are. Remember, they close at 830 and they reopen again at 10 to 10. So there is a bit of a a couple of hour window there where things do happen in the US. Heading over to the miners, BHP was the only one easier today, down 0.5%. They had a pretty big volume again today, 27 million shares traded. Still a lot of uh, jiggery-pokery going on in terms of re-weighting of that one. Fortescue up 1%. Good one today was South 32 up 3.3%, Rio up 0.4%. Did see a little bit of a push higher in lithium late in the session. Linus up 0.8%, of course that's rare earths, but Pilbara up 06 and IGO up one2 with Alchem up 0.5%. Energy stocks doing well as well, Santos up nearly 1%, Woodside up 1.1% there. Some of you may have had a bit of a heart attack this morning when you saw the price of Borel, which dropped a magnificent 40-odd percent as they adjusted the share price to take into account the capital raise. The stock did actually fall 2.1% on that adjusted share price, but uh, certainly there were some chat rooms that did seem to miss the fact that they had gone X, that big, big capital raise. Kerry Stokes, of course, was a very happy Vegemite on the back of that. In other news today, we had uh, those results from News Corp and REA and the fall in Borrell. But the RBA also released the Statement of Monetary Policy. And that was greeted with a bit of a bounce in those 10-year yields up to 1.96% as they have upgraded inflation expectations and various other expectations. You can read more about that in the written end of day report. Asian markets also coming back online. Hong Kong, a bit of a standout, up 2.7%. Japan up 0.3%. In the winners today, the winners are grinners. We had RNU, Renesco, still doing well, still being a bit of a favoured stock at the moment. It's having a pretty good run. Did have a pullback the other day, but has pushed higher. 31 cents now. RNU for that one up 14.8%. They had a... um, an announcement today. Uh, they said the Australian government had uh, they've got this con- conditional approval of a $185 million loan, which has really kicked them stock higher, and they did a presentation today on that. So if you're interested in RNU, I urge you to have a little look at that presentation. Brainchip also doing well, up 9.1% today. BRN. OPH, OPIA High Conviction, having a good time after their recent investment update. They were up 6.4%. And Serco was up 7.3%, but only on 34,000 shares. SKO, the stock price, stock code there. AVZ Minerals, uh, Lithium Play, 6.2% better. Liontown, 6.2% better. LTR, IHL, 5.95% better. I, Incanex Healthcare. And Betmakers, up 
5.8%, back up to 73.5 cents. So uh, they didn't take long to recover. Interestingly, PointsBet also had a good day to that, 5.1% too. In the naughty corner, and uh, not doing so well today, was Brockman Mining, which fell 9.1% on the back of the uh, new capacity allocations at Port Headland, which we did see some upgrades for Gina uh, for Twiggy and for Mike Henry as well in terms of allocation, but clearly not going the right way for Brockman. Telex Pharmaceutical down 5.3%. TLX. Emico, Big Tonka Toys, think uh, down 4.8%. Uh, that's EHL. Seek, also having a bit of a sloppy day, down 3.8%. And ARB, bit of a shock there, not really absorbing uh, any good news today, down 3.6%. And SG Fleet came out late with an announcement. Always good to see them come out at seven minutes past four with an announcement. They fell uh, 3.3%. I think there might be a little bit more to come in that one. Positive sectors today, energy, tech, banks, healthcare, industrials. In fact, pretty much across the board, there was only sporadic outbursts of negativity. Seek and BHP with any two really red ones on my screen. Hang on, I am colorblind. Treasury Wine Estates, 1.2% down. Um, ASX 200 up 1.9% for the week. Certainly did it the hard way, but given that uh, January was such a horrible, horrible month, uh, February has at least started off in finer fashion, bouncing up from around 6900 to 71.20 at the moment. Big Bank Basket rising to $170.62, 0.7%. The All Tech Index did well today. That was up. given the mighty volatility we've seen and the destruction from Meta in terms of their share price and Mark Zuckerberg's wealth. Um, It was a pretty good result all round that we did see a 0.4% rise in that Alltech index in Australia. Gold falls slightly, 25.28 in Aussie dollar terms, and Bitcoin up to 37,326. The Aussie dollar rallying slightly, 71.47. That 10-year yield up strongly on the back of the Statement of Monetary Policy, the SOMP, up 1.96% currently. Looks like it could go through 2% again next week. US futures currently, we have Dow futures up around 220 points, uh, 204 points to be exact, just come through on my screen. And we had NASDAQ futures as well, They are currently up around 320-odd points, just coming through now. 304 points for the NASDAQ. Stocks on the move today. We did see RNU doing very well, continuing to push higher after that $185 million conditional loan approval they presented today. And uh, we had bet makers doing well, 5.8% to the good. Carnaby, CNB. It was going to be my speculative stock of the day, but it's getting a little bit bigger than being a speculative stock. It's up 49.3% today to uh, $2.03. Major new discovery at a fantastically named project, Nil Desperandum. Carnaby recently did a placement at $1.30, so you're already up 50% if you took that placement. So well done, you. That's, of course, if you were offered it. Uh, PIQ doing well today. That's Proteom, uh, Proteonomics. They were up 10.2%. They've identified some unique biomarkers in esophageal cancer. 
VGI had a bit of a uh, slightly firmer day, up 0.23 of a percent. But um, at one stage, they closed at $4.40. But at one stage, they were trading at $4.70 with a um, minute to go between 4 o'clock at 3.59. They were trading at uh, 4.40. And at 3.30, they were trading at 4.70. So uh, somebody obviously wanted to get those down. But it is a very thin market there. TBN, Taburon, uh, Taboran was up 1.67% today. Oil price helping out there. But uh, BCK not doing so well today, down 9.1% on that port allocation. We also saw falls today in Satire, which was down uh, 1.68%. Cat Rock has now bought more than, uh, well, it's now up to 8.7%. They have fallen quite heavily after they revealed yesterday their advertising spend was up to 26 million. And Borrell, we've talked about, don't panic. I saw a lot of people panicking about the fall there. The price has been adjusted. As far as speculative stock of the day goes today, on some volume, well, Carnaby Resources did stick out, but we also saw Frontier Resources doing well. They were up 28% FNT, the stock code there. A little bit of director buying and an appointment of non-executive chairman there so uh, david francis has been appointed non-exec chair that was enough to get the stock rocking and rolling on 2.4 million dollars worth 81 million shares up to uh, 3.2 cents in the news today there was news corp numbers q2 adjusted eps 44 us cents well ahead of consensus of 28 cents so good news there but rea group first half core profits slightly ahead of estimates at 225.8 Estimates 225.6. So the analyst got it right on the knocker, really. Revenue beat estimates at 590.4. Consensus was 571.6. Dividend is 75 cents, up 27% versus a year ago. They may have had some issues with um, some of the forecasts for property coming out of National Bank today as uh, they have revised their house price forecast to be down 11% next year after a flat year this year for Sydney and Melbourne, so maybe that didn't help the realestate.com price. Janus Henderson, JHG, out today. Q4 adjusted EPS came in ahead of consensus at 1.05 US dollars versus consensus of 1.03. Didn't really do much for the stock price, though, with the stock falling 0.8 of a percent. And a big article in the Fin Review today probably helped the lithium producers and explorers a little bit. Benchmark Mineral Intelligence says Australian spodumene concentrate, which is a source of lithium, was $2,400 US per tonne in January, up from $1,650 per tonne in December. That's a 45% increase. Low inventories and high demand, keeping prices for spodumene very buoyant. In economic news today, the RBA Statement of Monetary Policy. Uh, Peak estimates are now highlighted with the red box. You can see that in our... Uh, written end of day report <coughs> GDP growth to peak in December 22 4.25% unemployment to get to 3.75 and inflation to hit a higher 3.75% there meanwhile in Asia Hong Kong back on stream and South Korean prices stayed well above the Bank of Korea's target in January consumer prices rose 3.7% 
edging slightly down from the 3.7% gain in December. And Japanese, this is quite significant really for a country that has negative interest rates for such a long time. Japan's five-year yield has risen to zero. Appropriate. For the first time since 2016. So you can see in the newsletter this afternoon, the amount of debt yielding less than zero is now close to its 2018 trough. So that is a significant turnaround. At one stage in 2021 even, we had $17 trillion worth of negative debt in the world, negative paying debt in the world, whereby you had to pay them to hold your money. Now it is close to zero. And, of course, tonight the Beijing Olympics opens, kicks off with the opening ceremony, and Boris uh, Johnson under fire in the UK. And finally, Jeff Bezos' new mega yacht is so big that it will not fit under the bridge. So they're going to have to dismantle the historic bridge in Rotterdam to make that happen. It is so big. So we shall see. That's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. You can have a great weekend. If you're interested in joining the Marcus Today community, we'd love to have you on board. You can sign up at marcustoday.com.au for a free two-week trial. But again, have a great weekend. Enjoy the Saturday and weekend edition of the newsletter.